Welcome to the Taproom Post Net Podcast. I am Delta Zero Four, and we will be covering the Nets topic of the week. Welcome, y'all. I am Delta Zero Four, located in the Redoubt of the South. This is Tapron Postnet Podcast, episode 14-16. Every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, Tapron has an amateur radio HF net. The primary purpose for the net is to promote self-reliance and preparedness in all aspects of modern life. The goal of the net is to share and disseminate information that can help everyone achieve individual independence and self-reliance. During the net, we'll have a topic of the evening, so this podcast is a summary of the combined knowledge our check-ins share during the Tapron Nets. If y'all have questions about Tapron, feel free to go to the following website, www.amron.com. Phonetically, that's www.alpha-mike-romeo-romeo-oscar-november.com. In the beginning of this year, the Amron Group and Tapron Group merged, so you can find Tapron information, including the net schedule and frequency, at the Amron site. All right, let's take a quick break, and then I'll provide y'all a net check-in report, and then we'll finally cover the September 21st Tapron Net Topic. And we're back. For September 21st, 2014, Tappern had a total of 49 check-ins from the following states. 7 from Florida, 8 from Virginia, 5 from Kentucky, 4 from Ohio, 4 from South Carolina, 2 from Alabama, 2 from North Carolina, 2 from Georgia, 1 from Tennessee, 1 from Indiana, 1 from Oklahoma, 3 from New York, 1 from Texas, 2 from Illinois, 1 from West Virginia, 1 from Missouri, 1 from Kansas, 2 from Michigan, and 1 from Nevada. Thanks everyone for checking in. Before we cover our topic, I have one reminder. The Tapron Digital Net is on the first and third Sunday of the month. It's at 8 p.m. Eastern on 7.0. 078 plus 1200 using Contestia 4 slash 250. The net control station is in Virginia. Check the Amron.com local nets page for information. This week's topic was shortwave radio stations and broadcast. No matter if you are a ham radio operator or not, this topic was brought up for a very good reason. In a disaster situation, anyone who has a shortwave radio will be able to tune to various stations that are hopefully still broadcasting to obtain potentially critical information. Only one specific station was mentioned. The check-in stated WBCQ has a transmitter on a ship up toward Maine, and they broadcast in the evenings using 50 kilowatts. If you are interested in finding out more about their schedule, you can go to www.wbcq.com, and I'll put a link to that on the amron.com website. Even though our check-ins did not have specific stations to to suggest, they did mention some great websites where you can find schedule information. For instance, www.primetimeshortwave.com has schedules of English broadcast by time, country, continent, 
and even links to other useful sites. Another website for schedules is www.shortwaveschedule.com. This site is nice because you can look up by station, by frequency, or what's on the air now. It even has a top 40 listing. It shows details like the language the station broadcasts in, time it is on the air, and if you click on the country flag, it even brings up a map of the station's location. This website also lists the station's power. The third website mentioned to find schedule information is www.short-wave.info. This site lets you do a search for a specific broadcast like BBC or Voice of America in a specific language at a specific time. Like the other websites, you can also do a search for all stations on a specific frequency. One check-in shared the name of a magazine that listed all the current shortwave radio stations. It was called Monitoring Times Magazine. Unfortunately, the magazine has ceased publication, but it does bring up a good point. Up until now, I've mentioned websites to get shortwave station listings and schedules, but what if you are in a remote location that you can't get internet, or you may be in a disaster situation and the internet is down? It might be helpful to either print a few listings from the websites mentioned or purchase a book with station listings. One such book is World Radio TV Handbook. Now let's say you are brand new to shortwave listening and you would like to learn more. There are a few good websites to find some great information. Try Shortwave Pirate Radio Forums in North America and around the world. The website's a little long so I'll list it on the Amron.com website but it does have a section on shortwave listening. For some general information and a list of books you can go to Voice of Galt Shortwave Radio Central. And again, that website's a little long, so I'll also list that for y'all on the website. In addition to that, a free online book was mentioned, and it's written by N2EI, and it's called Radio Monitoring, a How-To Guide. You can go to qrz.com and search for his call sign, and that's the phonetics are November 2 Echo India. His webpage shows a link to get the free online book. I'll also provide a link for that. And the last two general information websites that were mentioned was the North American Shortwave Association, and that website is www.naswa.net, and it's a couple of years old, but it is worth a look. And the last website is www.swling.net. For those of y'all who are interested in building your own shortwave receiver from scratch, ARRL.org has a PDF file on just how to do that. The check-in mentioned it is titled Regenerative Receiver for Beginners, so I'll provide a link for that as well. If you aren't quite sure about building your own shortwave radio from scratch, but want to give your try at a kit, another check-in said MFJ makes a kit, which is the MFJ-8. K. The interesting thing about that kit is it runs on a 9-volt battery. And if building a shortwave radio seems like a little too much of an adventure you are willing to take on, but you are interested in purchasing one, at bare minimum, get one that is capable of single sideband. And if it doesn't come with a long random wire antenna, go ahead and get one of those also. A very basic setup will cost around $100, but it will make your experience much more enjoyable. Several men 
manufacturers were mentioned, like Keito, Texan, and Sony. Two websites mentioned to find shortwave receivers and shortwave listening publications are Universal Radio and C. Crane. Keep in mind, even though I said a very basic setup with single sideband capabilities is around $100, there are some very nice receivers out there with some very expensive price tags. So just fair warning, folks, when you go online window shopping. And if purchasing one just is not in your budget right now, you can go to www.websdr.org, which is software-defined radio stations. There is a station in Europe that you can click on for shortwave listening. The reason I mentioned where the receiver is located is because where you are located determines whether or not you can hear broadcast. So please do not make the mistake of thinking just because you can hear a broadcast on that European receiver will mean you can also hear it on your own receiver here in the United States. Also keep in mind that WebSDR website will probably not be available during an emergency if the internet is down. If it is available, great, but please consider getting your own receiver if you don't already have one. All right, folks, I know this episode was mostly a listing of a bunch of various websites, but the only way to really figure out what you can and cannot receive is to actually start listening to shortwave radio stations and broadcast. So I'll list all the websites I mentioned, and then, when you have a chance, try tuning into some of those stations. When an emergency happens and your local radio station is not available, you'll appreciate having the ability to get even some sort of information when information is scarce but needed to make decisions which could affect your family. All right, y'all, that is all for this episode. A special thanks to those who checked into the net and provided us all the great information to share. God bless everyone. Until next week, this is Delta Zero Four, clear.